When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to High School Hoops. Not like Good last job. week where I was <laughs> coaching youth hoops, which is a great podcast, and you should listen to it. Bill's awesome. But High School Hoops. Um, all right, so before we jump into t- today's topic, which is one of my favorites, I think I'm pretty good at this topic. That's um, why I'm asking you and talking to you thanks, about ideas. That's good. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Jake needs to get one. I have three of them um we'll take kill yeah anyway mention <laughs> us you'll get 450 bucks off and then also yeah look at what, this is my daughter's yellow jackets nice baldwin wallace yellow jackets anyway we were talking about my my daughter's college before we jumped on anyway and then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better um the one-stop shop for basketball coaches everything that i would have wanted as a coach I, I six out not six hours maybe five and a half hours yesterday I was talking to coaches all over I was talking to a coach that's going to be really good and trying to figure out how to win early I was talking to a coach about how to do his own offense I was talking to another coach that <laughs> they didn't win a game last year so and I love it because I feel like I'm helping people but anyway if you're looking for a mentor looking for resources teachhoops.com is the answer for you prices are going up in October and this is September. So just, you know, less people, more people I can help. So anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. So conditioning. Yes. There's the answer. Condition. Yeah. And I, 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 I get that. But, you know, it's like, what are your, what, where, where is your preseason conditioning? You know, like, I mean, do you offer, I mean, do you give the, the your guys – um, you know, a, a scope and sequence of something to do to make sure they're conditioned. I know a lot of high schools now have the after-school program with weightlifting and conditioning. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge advocate in our community of, uh, you know, my team, my girls playing uh, multiple sports and competing, which is great. Which is um, great. Basketball shape is different. Than volleyball shape, honest. it is different huh? than volleyball shape. It's different right. than cross it's, country it, shape. Yeah, and and, and it, they're all great competitive sports. I love all of them. They're great sports, but basketball is a different type of conditioning. And so I just don't think nothing truly prepares you for that first day of practice when you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot 
how much this takes. Well, as a boys coach, football is possibly the worst thing. Um, right. So just a couple things. Um, yes, we have a school-wide conditioning thing that we do okay. um, for non-fall athletes, um, which is helpful. Because usually about half my team's not a fall athlete. They either play, you know, maybe they're baseball players. You know, big school. I think we're. I think the last time I checked, we're the sixth largest high school in the state. So it's really. I think you're pretty pretty close. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to be a three sporter. A lot of two sporters. Uh, yeah. Um. But anyway, so the ones that aren't, we have things for them. We have the weight training after school, but we also have morning conditioning. We have a nice little hill behind school that's good. Um. Before it gets too cold. Um, so we try to do that. Um, I try to get them in playing too, running a little bit. Cause that seems to be a good thing for them. Um, as far as just getting reps and stuff. Uh, my biggest worry is those. So how do they players. lead themselves into that coach? So, you know, they, they, they don't, it's a school wide thing. Someone runs. Okay. It. Yeah. There's a, there's so a that's a nice, that's a nice thing that you're Cause it's legal. Up. Cause it's not, it's open to every athlete. So we have girls. And it's not, players, and you're not, hockey players. right. Yeah and, I, yeah, and if I am running it, everyone can do it. It's just conditioning. Right. It's not like we're bringing basketballs out. It's like conditioning. It's basically just conditioning. Maybe some agility stuff. We do some ladder stuff. Um, but it's a school-wide thing. So it's I like it from a community standpoint because it's everybody. Yeah, I think uh, it's a great idea. Is that a great idea? Yeah. Um, makes me a little bit more tired when it's my turn sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> I love sitting at the top of that hill and just, uh, yeah, anyway. I love sitting at the top of that hill. Um, and then up with that. But um, so um, I do give them some stuff as far as it's hard. It's like you want your football team to do well, but all of a sudden they do well. And then it's three weeks later or, you know, they got a four days. I was talking to a coach. I was telling you, I was talking to teach hoops members the other day and he's convinced he's going to have like four practices before his hardest game of the year. Because his football players going to be playing till Thursday, and then he's going yeah, to play got that, real, that good a group of athletes, especially you know, yeah. you know, so, and you'll find that even like the smaller communities, you'll find that even more when you really have a a good group of athletes. You know, you know, at the smaller communities, they they are the key player of the football team, their basketball team. Yeah, and he, and he's team. talking he's quarterback, secondary, a couple. Yeah, exactly. But, right, and that's very very common in a small community. It is. But the problem is you don't want you don't want to beat them up. You know, shin splints will are are a cause from over you. You do not want to injure over you. So the problem is you got to progress slowly into that, right? Um, and that's where hopefully if you have a couple weeks, you know they can slowly, you know, because what is basketball? Think about conditioning with basketball. I've talked to enough people about this. I'm actually going to talk to some coaches. Um, and some prof- the professors down at the UW next week about conditioning and nutrition and stuff, um, which I'm really excited about. But uh, they, um, if you think about it, it's spurts, right? Right. Like it is fast, quick spurts. And maybe it's spurt, 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 rest. Spurt, spurt. It's not like football is like go and then rest for 30 seconds and then go and then rest for 30 seconds. Or soccer, they're walking. There's a video right now about Messi. If you saw his last goal that he scored, he was walking for literally like 45 seconds. He was just watching the field. And then all of a sudden, whoop, 
and he scores and they win. Well, somebody who has coached and played soccer, I know a lot of people think that soccer players walk, but if you do have soccer players that are walking in a game, that means the team is doing a very good job possessing the soccer ball. There should be times in which if you're playing the game of soccer correctly, you should be walking at some component. Right. So, and no, I mean, this is professional. So I just don't what, no, 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 no. I'm not saying he's not. Soccer people, I'm, a, I'm a soccer I'm not guy. Saying he wasn't they, running. You know, I'm just saying it's a different conditioning. It is. And, it, and there, uh, there are times when the offense is being offense and the defense gets a little break or the defense is getting a little break. Now, depending on your own position, it might be a little bit different. But even that one point, you know, I, I you talked about, you know, high schools having, you know, conditioning weight room. That's awesome. But I think then it comes down to, you know, how much is how much time do you allot in, in the run in, in the practice time for conditioning in those first couple weeks of practice? And, yeah, and I like to not. Um, right. But I do do some because we have a conditioning drill that we use to kind of earn the earn their practice gear and stuff. Um Yes, I mean I I agree. I don't want to, but I have to, and and that's partially. But I don't want to like. I also don't want to beat them up and like run, 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 run just for the sake of running. Um, you know, we do a ladder one where they're dribbling the ball and stuff like that. So I think any way that you can condition and use basketball skills, um, makes it a lot better, <laughs> a thousand times better. Um, right. You know, some full court cool. Uh, you know, some shooting drills. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there, full court shooting drills where yeah. um, th- those are great. Um, you know, I, I've, I've tried to use uh, that Syracuse conditioning uh, stuff that you've gave me with the basketball. Yeah, and the, and the dribbling stuff is good. The shooting, the full court, I think my Syracuse drill or whatever I call it, you used to call it. But that shooting drill is great, but you have to put something. There has to be a bar, depending on your team of, you know, you got to make 83 in three minutes or whatever it is. Right. You've got to add an element of competitiveness with basketball. Yeah. Then they're just shooting the shoot. Like how right. many shots can you guys make in a matter of this time with that conditioning? So they're actually running at a rate where they're actually conditioning their body. Yeah. Not just going through the motion. I'm, yes. Yes. That's a good point. So we talk about, there are, you know, there's the avenues of, you know, the weight room and the, the high school programs and stuff for preseason kids before the season for all athletes. Then we talk about how do we add that element into our practice, you know, and, and I think being able to have those things in place where there is a basketball involved really helps. It does. Um, <laughs> uh, it just makes it, it makes it so much easier. And again, it's, it's kind of like the two ball dribbling. I want two ball dribbling because I want them to be dribbling and I want them working on both of their hands at the same time. It's the same thing right. with conditioning. If you and can figure it, your time, right? Yeah. If you just want to get their touch back, two ball is perfect for a three or four minutes every day in practice for the first couple of weeks of practice, because you are initiating both hands and you're really just working on just getting the feel of the ball back. And then you keep moving that forward as the season goes on. Um, and I think the hardest thing too, is this for us. And I, I would say across the United States, right? There are less days in our, in our schedule now where we can add those elements of conditioning because we are playing more games, you know, so we we ha- are playing more games and less ample opportunity to make sure we're in the best condition for those games. So it becomes a, a very hard task to do. Right. So I do think you gotta. I do think that as as talking coaches as talking in season, you do gotta put a set aside some time with the basketball without the basketball to make sure that they are conditioned because they're gonna play a lot of games. Right, and it's like, yeah, and that's the only way. 
yeah, we played too many games. Don't get me started on that. Um, but yeah. See, I agree. I feel like we played way too many games too. You know, um, but that's not that's not a conversation. That's that, way like, that's way above our pay grade at this point. Yeah, and yeah. it's also just something that what are we going to do? Argue about it? Like, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. But you know, because um, I feel like you know, there's just that piece of development and, and being playing good quality basketball. Sometimes when you're not well conditioned, you have too many games. You're just you're not seeing the quality of basketball. You know, I'd rather play less games than have really good competitive games and see my team play really good quality basketball than just playing the game for sake of it. Cause then guess what happens coach bad habits, right? Bad habits. And it takes longer and less you have less time to do that, but that's a whole other thing. So that's I another topic. That, you know, Anything else on conditioning coach? Um, I just, it's, it's something that I believe that one thing that I wrote down is that for conditioning is early on in the, in the season, well-conditioned teams tend to have more success than those that do not. And so that's where I think I wanted to add this piece, you know, and, and letting your, even when you're going in that preseason meeting and talking to your team and your program and whether they do it at home or provide an outline for that, just understanding if, if we are conditioned, our success early on is going to be where we want it to be. And if you're not conditioned as much, you're just, you're not going to knock down the shots that you want. You're not going to take care of the basketball as well as you want to. You might pick up cheap fouls. So, and I believe that sometimes the best thing is that conditioning is something that everybody can take control of. You choose to do it or you choose not to do it. You don't have to be great at it. You just have to do it and do it in, yep. and, and, and you gotta do it in a way you that you got to get buy-in. Yeah. You got to get yep. buy-in. I agree. All right, coach, till next week. Yep. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.